my question to people is, is this. You know what to sacrifice, but are you willing to sacrifice it? Welcome to Awaken Greatness, the essential podcast for dreamers, action takers, people who want to reach your full potential and business owners that want their company to reach the next level. Each episode is a treasure trove of resources and tools that will explore the latest trends, actionable strategies, and the mindset shifts necessary to turn your dreams and aspirations into reality. Brought to you by the Dream Leaders Institute and hosted by Dr. Cliff Fisher. Tune in, turn up your dreams, and let's awaken the greatness within you. All right, tribe. Welcome to Awaken Greatness with Dr. Cliff Fisher and Jonathan Dunn, brought to you by Dream Leader Institute, where we awaken greatness and give you the tools to find and create your greatest self and raise the consciousness of the planet. Today, I'm super excited to be talking about sacrifice. Last time we talked about success and you know, getting to that place of success, there's always some sort of sacrifice. And so when I think about all this stuff, John D, I always think of like the people, Nick Saban, and it's like a lot of times he talks about what not to do, not what you can do, but what you don't do if you want success. And I think that's really like the the key point for today. So John D, I know you've sacrificed a lot over the, like your lifetime, honestly. And so, and I know a lot in this last year, I know we're coming up on a new year. And so I'd love to dive into this with you. And I'm really excited, everyone, to dive into this topic. And I was I was telling Dr. Cliff ahead of time, like, I'm really happy that we cut off last episode right before sacrifice. And the goal today is to get through three sheets, but I have a feeling sacrifice might be <laughs> the only one we 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 do get through. But but a quick recap from last time. So yes, a hundred people, do you want to be successful? 100 people answer, well, of course, I want to be successful. And then I presented the question to the room, though. How many people in your life do you really know who are successful And what we mean by that? You know, and everybody has their own unique definition, like in all areas of life. They're successful with God. They're successful in their relationships. They're successful in their health. They're successful financially in business in all areas of life and we we go well the the number's not a, not it's not enough because the reality is most people really don't believe they can be successful so last episode we really asked you know what does a year of success look like in your life and then what we do is we break it down into what does one successful month look like and then kind of what does one successful week look like? And we're really whittling it down to what the big message is. And it's, you know, life is about being successful one day at a time. That, that, that's the narrative that, that has to get shifted in your head. If you want to be successful for a life, all you have to do is learn to be successful for one day. But Moving forward to where we're at now, you've got written down, hopefully, what does one successful week look like for me? And then we go to the second page. Now, normally, when we are doing this process 
live with our clients. We're always respectful of everyone's faith background. But one of the videos we like to play here when talking about sacrifice is from a movie called The Passion of the Christ. And it's the Last Supper scene where Jesus is telling the apostles, there is no greater love than laying down your life for your friends. So the question I always like to ask here, and I'm really asking this of Dr. Cliff right now, what did God sacrifice for us, Dr. Cliff, so we could even be here having this podcast for people? Sacrifice his son and really everything in that space. Right. So, and, and, and Dr. Cliff really spontaneously answered that right there that was not prescriptive. He, he, he said the word, he, he sacrificed everything. And this is what I keep telling people. Year after year after year, you're either, you know, hitting your successes or you're not. And it all boils down to this second sheet. What are you willing to sacrifice to achieve that one week of success? What are you willing to sacrifice to achieve that one week of success? Now, by the way, this is mankind as a whole right here. God sacrificed everything, sacrificed his son. Dr. Cliff, what do you speculate most people are willing to sacrifice out there in the world to achieve the success that's floating around in their head. I think they say one thing and they mean a different thing. So I think everybody's, you know, they'll sacrifice whatever, but then after that day goes by, just like we're at the, you know, most people's new year's resolutions on day two are already missed. So um, I don't think much. I think they, that's right. they want to. Once again, fully spontaneous here. Just asking him, and he gave me the example. Not much. You think about in your own life, as we're talking this out, it, whether or not you've hit your success or not, what have you been willing to sacrifice? And for the vast majority of the population, and we're not calling anyone out here, the answer is nothing. You know, we, we constantly want to blame the politicians for the world in the state that it's in, and you can spend a lot of time blaming them. But the reality is, man, like you're the common denominator in their, your life. The rest of your life, you're the common denominator. And most people are willing to sacrifice nothing. This has horrible deleterious effects on your mind as well. A very important thing in life is our internal dialogue and our own self-esteem. Because what we believe about ourselves is what's going to come true. And if you're a human being who's unwilling to sacrifice anything to achieve your success, Dr. Cliff, how do you think those people's self-esteem zone? Super low. Super low. And this world is racked with stress and anxiety, which isn't even real. And where does most of it come from? People who are stressed and anxious because they don't believe they can be successful. But something's got to give. And that's something that's got to give is understanding I'm going to have to sacrifice to achieve success. I mean, I remember being a little kid on a school bus, bus 244, Longwood, Florida. And like 
there's probably a hundred kids on the bus, and maybe one out of that hundred was obese. <laughs> and now it's one out of a hundred that are actually healthy. And it's really, really sad. And the reason why I bring this up is everyone would say they want to be successful and everyone would have metrics on what success would look like from a health standpoint. And what are they unwilling to sacrifice? Bad foods. And why is that? Because the thing that's really holding people back from being successful is instant gratification. So we played the video of The Last Supper here where Jesus is saying, hey, I'm going to lay down my life for you. That's how much I love you. And we live in a world where people won't even sacrifice a bad habit. And we wonder why the world is a proverbial shit show. And we wonder why people think so lowly of themselves. So what we ask you to do right here, and uh, Dr. Cliff will pull the sheet up on the screen. Once again, we want to get you all of these sheets. So all you got to do is go to our website, dreamleaderinstitute.com. Sign up for the old newsletter. Drop us a line and say, hey, please, please send us the, the success sheets. We'll know what you're talking about. But on the top of the sheet, Dr. Cliff, would you read what it says on the top of the sheet to the audience? Absolutely. So what would you have to sacrifice to have what you really want? So go ahead and write down to have the success you really want. What are you going to have to sacrifice? Like press pause here and write it down. So go ahead, hit pause. Okay, welcome back. I bet you're amazed that you knew exactly what you'd have to sacrifice. We've all got this inner voice that knows. The problem is we don't listen to it. But I'm guessing you're amazed you knew exactly what you needed to sacrifice to achieve success in your life. But then the next question on the sheet is this. What? Are you willing to sacrifice to achieve success? At DOI, a bunch of us are fans of Alabama head coach Nick Saban. He's really a fascinating guy. He's a little gruff around the edges, but hey, he's earned it. He loves to tell the players, and I'm just quoting him here. I don't give a shit what your dreams are. But what I do give a shit about is what are you willing to do to achieve your dreams? That's the sweet spot. So my question to people is, is this. You know what to sacrifice, but are you willing to sacrifice it? You know, and then what I always like to tell people here is this. Imagine I had a recruit to join your team, and you said, tell me about the recruit to join my team. And I said, oh, this person is crystal clear on success. They believe they can achieve success. They know what they need to sacrifice to achieve success, and they are willing to do it. You'd say, sign me up for that person to join my team. 
And I would say to you then, how do you think this person's self-esteem is? You'd go, well, they're crystal clear on success. They know what they have to sacrifice. They're willing to sacrifice to achieve it. I'm going to guess their self-esteem is rock solid. And I'd say, bingo, you're correct. And how awesome is it to have a fully restored self-esteem? And then conversely, if I said, hey, I got a person, I want him to join your team, and you said, tell me about him, and I said, well, they have no idea what success looks like, they have no idea what sacrifice looks like, and they're basically, from what I can tell, uh, they're not willing to sacrifice anything, it's pretty apparent. And you'd say, well, hell, man, keep them away from me. And I'd say, how do you think that person's self-esteem is? And they, you'd say, well, when I walk my dog in the morning every once in a while, when it's early and it's cold, somebody didn't clean up after their dog, and I come across a steaming pile of dog shit on the sidewalk, I'm going to guess that's what their self-esteem looks like. And I go, bingo, you're correct. And by the way, that is the vast majority of human beings in society. They've not defined success and they're unwilling to sacrifice for it and they wonder why their self-esteem is so bad. And if on a side note, I said, hey, do you abuse your kids? You'd say, well, hell no, I don't abuse my kids. And I'd say, well, you're probably thinking of physical abuse. The most devastating form of abuse you can do to your own children is be a low self-esteem parent. If you want to guarantee yourself that your kid is going to end up being a follower and most likely fall into addiction, just make sure they have self-esteem. And quite honestly, I don't care what you tell them, it's what they're watching. And people who know they can achieve success and they know it takes sacrifice they have healthier self-esteems than people that don't do it. Because I'd ask you, why don't you set success goals? Why don't you sacrifice? And if someone was being honest, they'd say, well, because I don't really believe I can achieve it. And bingo, that is low self-esteem parenting 101. So when you, when you join our mailing list and we send you these sheets, the first group of people to do it with is your family. And once a week, you sit down as a family and you start holding each other lovingly accountable. It'll be the greatest gift you give your family in 2024 or whatever year you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you, I guarantee it. You know? I have not been a perfect human being, but my daughter finished up college a little bit over a year ago, and she was one of six people to interview what she called her dream job, working in a hospital in Fort Myers in the OBGYN department. And uh, she was one of six people who interviewed. She was the person that got the job. And a huge reason for that is this. She had the self-esteem necessary to give a world-class interview. And in that short amount of time, she's already been promoted. She's earning more than she ever dreamed about. And she's healthy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
because your children have to grow up believing they can be successful. Otherwise, they're going to grow up becoming a follower. And by the way, one last little tidbit on this sheet. If you ask people, largely, do you believe you were created in the image of God? People largely would say, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I do believe. And, uh, you know, that's up to you. But you are. And part of realizing that is sacrifice. And one of the things you've got to sacrifice, and you're going to learn more about this on sheet four, is these things that you believe you have to have to be happy that have nothing to do with it. So first, getting crystal clear on sacrifice, sheet number two, getting crystal clear on what you have to sacrifice and to ask yourself, are you willing to sacrifice it? And having a command and control like NASA of people that you do this with, that you hold each other accountable. Accountability is critical. Champions love accountability. Hackstone. Dr. Cliff, anything you want to add up until this point? I think the biggest thing, like you talked a lot about families, but I also, the other thing that popped up for me was being a leader. Like I think that low self-esteem leader creates the same thing, same dynamic. And um, I love what you said too, as far as they don't do what you say, they do what they see. And so as a leader, really being in that space, holding that space for them, honoring that space as you were speaking about that i was thinking of my wife jory just how she's held that space for our family and how she bring like she has high self-esteem so then she brings up our whole family's self-esteem by setting the bar or the set point at a higher level no and i love that and that'd be a whole another podcast for another day is you know learning styles and we'll go ahead and we'll tap on that real quick you know so many people are so concerned with what's coming out of their mouth. And I always love what Zig Ziglar said, your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. Because the fact of the matter is, most human beings learn through observation of others. And the style that's up there with observation is most people learn by getting their hands dirty. It's actually a far smaller percentage of people that learn through getting lectured at, or by the way, I'm a huge book reader, but there are actual proper ways to take a book and turn it into a tactile learning experience than, than having to read chapters. Because if you're not applying it, what does it really mean anyways? So I always say, uh, I'm not saying what comes out of your mouth isn't important, but your kids are watching you. Like, I never met a parent who goes, I want my kids to live the life of their dreams. And I go, well, good, I'm glad, we agree. But are you? And they're like, damn, man, that hits kind of low. And I go, well, look, man, every parent has to wrestle with the fact that one of the things they're mainly teaching their kids is how to be a hypocrite. So if you're talking to your kids about living the dreams, be honest about the mistakes you've made. Be honest that maybe you're there or you're not there, but be working on that together because it's never too late, ever. You know, people spend the first half of their lives saying it's, uh, I'm too young. The second half saying I'm too old. And like right now, all right, good. I see you've got this. Go ahead, Cliff. I love it. <laughs> so 
when we talk about learning styles, because from a leader standpoint and a parenting style, just really understanding your child and who they are, your team member and who they are. There's a group that's visual and they're going to be charts, graphs and organizers in that space. Then you're going to have your auditory. So they learn by hearing. So that's where like audiobooks have been a game changer for me because I really struggled reading. And then the next one is kinesthetic, learn by doing. And then what happens is we don't just have one of these. We have all of these. So read and write. So learn by reading and writing. That's why journaling is so important. Spatial learning. That's where you're like doing it and seeing it. And, you know, whether it's drawing, video games or something like that. And then music. I think that's one of those spaces that we probably don't get enough of. I watch our youngest girl. She's amazing. Britain at playing the piano. And it forces a discipline for her to get better at it. So as you go through these, the kinesthetic and visual learner is a spatial learner. The auditory and visual learner is going to be more that read and write. That auditory and kinesthetic is going to be that musical. And so it just shows that overlap of all the different ways that we do and can learn. That's a beautiful sheet. And, you know, very, you know, we go in and do the leadership stuff all the time. And really, the number one, you know, uh, responsibility of a leader is to be a teacher. Yep. You know, like the greatest leader of all time, you know, Jesus was, was a teacher. And people go, I agree. Teaching is part of great leadership. And I go, okay, great. I agree again. Do you know a single team member's learning style? And they go, I don't even know my own. And you start <laughs> to understand why the world is the way that it is. But now we go. So, Dr. Cliff, do we do we want to do we want to cut off this podcast here or do we want to move into the next sheet, which, by the way, it is my favorite one. So I think we should save it. I think if you want to preview because it's the process, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, we'll give a little bit of a preview. In preview, fact, we'll give you a little, uh, a little uh, fun thing because we, we like using a lot of video and multi-sensory in our coaching. If you go to YouTube and type in Nick Saban, the process, uh, he was on 60 Minutes. I'm guessing it was over a decade ago, but it is a beautiful video of something called the process. And uh, it's not privy to just Nick Saban, but it's a philosophy he believes in. And the philosophy is, and this always blows people away, and he it's, does a cool job of explaining it in the video, Nick Saban tells his team, I don't care about the scoreboard. Stop watching the scoreboard. And instead, learn to focus in on bringing your best every moment of the game. If everyone is committed to bringing their best every moment of the game, the scoreboard in the end is going to be, most cases, exactly where we needed it to be. Another big proponent of the process was also the most winning coach in NBA history, Phil Jackson. Although his mantra was focus on the spirit and not the scoreboard. If we're always focused in on the spirit, the scoreboard is usually going to end up right where we needed it to be. Phil Jackson won 11 NBA titles. 
Uh, Nick, I'm not sure where he's at on national titles, uh, but he's up there. So the process sheet, it's the big light bulb moment about what does one day of success look like for me to achieve that one week of success. So in our next episode, we're going to go over kind of scripting out what does one day of success look like in your life? Because if you can take someone and show them, all you got to do is be successful one day. They'll go, wow, that's it, huh? And I go, yeah, that's it, huh? And there'll be a few people that go, well, I was just lucky that day. And I go, that's fine. Let's do it again tomorrow. They go, well, I was lucky again. They go, let's do it again tomorrow. And after three or four days of showing yourself, all it is is about bringing your best every moment and being successful for one day, even the most broken human being with the lowest self-esteem will go, wow. Who knew? Success wasn't even what I thought it was going to be. It's the best habit I've ever learned. And now I'm present around the people and I'm not looking at my stupid cell phone and scrolling through Facebook. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But if you can go to YouTube, type in Nick Saban, a process, there'll be a few videos that pop up. They're all really great, but one of them will, will show 60 minutes on it. That's the one you want to watch. Although you'll probably be hooked on uh, Nick and you'll want to watch everything he's got. <laughs> That's what I did. I started watching a couple of them and then five, four hours later, I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Um, but I'll make sure the link's there too for that 60 minute one. So if you guys go to our, our show notes, it'll be right in there as well. So Nick Saban, 60 minutes and the process is incredible. We do it in this order because I think it's important that we one start with the end in mind. So we know what success looks like. Then we look at success and then now like, what's the process. So we want to walk you through this just like we do with our clients and, you know, and honestly our families, like we do similar spaces with our family. So this transcends both work and family. It's really like how to live a life. Yeah, no, it's about unlearning what you thought success was and relearning what it really is and all the steps necessary. And like, you know, people all, they get to the end. Like I had a lady a couple of weeks ago. She goes, well, uh, every everything we set out to do, like I'm starting to think you're a prophet, John. Everything came true. And I said, oh, Diana, thank you. That's funny. And uh, I go, but at the end of the day, you just learn it's really not that complicated. It's just about sacrifice and learning success. It's just one day at a time. And, you know, and what's more fun, like achieving success are all the unproductive, you know, unsacrificed behaviors that people find themselves involved in. And once we get through that, it's just a formula. That's it. Awesome. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. John D., thank you for your inspiration and wisdom. And have a great week, you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, dreamers, action takers, people and business owners reaching your potential for joining us on this journey to awaken greatness. We hope today's episode has sparked new ideas, ignited your passion, and brought you a step closer to realizing your dreams. If you're inspired to take action and eager to learn more, visit the Dream Leader Institute's website, dreamleaderinstitute.com. There you'll discover a wealth of resources and tools tailored to help you and your business reach its potential. 
Already making strides and looking for additional guidance? Dr. Cliff Fisher and our team at Dream Leader Institute are ready to assist you in navigating the path to success. Stay connected with us for more insights and strategies. And remember, your greatness is waiting to be unleashed. Let's continue to dream audaciously, take action boldly, and transform dreams into reality. Until next time, awaken your greatness.